Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Early in the show, when I mentioned the amount of homeless people, people without a home, because we do need to reframe the way we identify people, I was talking about the number of children enrolled in Chicago public schools who do not have a home. Maddie Ellis, you know something about that. Thank you for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. Tell everybody what you do. Hi, I'm a reporter with the Chicago Tribune. And that's where I got that stat out of your article that there are over 16,000 kids that go to school in Chicago public schools that do not have a home, meaning they couch surf, they stay with family or friends, or are these kids living on the streets, Maddie? Yes, so so this statistic came from the 2019-2020 school year. Um, It's important to note that it was hard to gather statistics the 2020-2021 school year due to the pandemic, but this situation comes from a definition of homelessness defined by the U.S. Department of Education, which includes all three of those situations you just said. So living doubled up, which some people might think of couch surfing, so that just means um, a family or a child is, is staying in a home that does not that is not in their name, not their own space, but that also includes um, living on the street or living in shelters, yes. And so a report was released. It's about homelessness in 2020, 65,000 people in the city of Chicago without a home. Yes, yes, that was released by the Chicago Coalition for the Homeless this morning. That seems so overwhelming, like a, like almost an insurmountable task to find these people <laughs> Um, you know, a solid place to stay. With your reporting, did you find out that there's a connection to mental illness or are these people that were just a paycheck away from being on the streets or are some of them living in their cars? Yes, yeah, so this number, again, um, represents an effort to kind of encapsulate the many different forms and as one one person who previously experienced homelessness told me, the many different faces of homelessness. So this includes sheltered homelessness, um, which you might think of staying in a traditional shelter, unsheltered homelessness or street homelessness, as well as living doubled up. And the main, a really important takeaway that this report showed is it, it gave a metric for the number of people who are experiencing homelessness by doubling up or couch surfing. It was uh, just under 50,000 people, so the majority of that 65,000. Um, and that kind of explains why Traditional statistics that aim to capture the amount of people experiencing homelessness in Chicago are oftentimes so much smaller. So the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, one of their metrics is that there were 5,000 people experiencing homelessness in Chicago in 2020, which is um, this number released today is almost 12 times higher. Um, And the reason is because of all the different faces that homelessness can take. Absolutely. Uh, when I talked about these numbers earlier in the show, I got text messages from people, and this is a question I'm sure that you've heard as a reporter, and I'm sure the coalition that helps people without homes hears this all the time. Why is it that we're extending hotel rooms to people who are coming from Venezuela when we're not helping people on the streets of Chicago? Um, I think one of the major things that, again, that this coalition um is uncovering that this report aims to show is that they're just we didn't 
there weren't metrics to capture this group of homelessness before. And um, a lot of advocates said without data show like that emphasizes the scope of this issue, how what policy there's there's no way to create effective policy solutions for it. Um, one advocate told me that um, point in time methodology traditionally used by the housing and urban development program, it often under counts homelessness. It usually occurs in January, the coldest time, a time when anyone would be anywhere other than the street. Um, and so that, that point in time way of counting just leaves this group un, un, unaccounted for. And then without that data, it's hard to develop effective policy solutions for it is what, what many sources told me. And then when the data is flawed or you're saying it's 12 times worse than what they anticipated, I mean, that just, that, uh, adds to the problem, I would imagine. So can you tell me about Bring Chicago Home and the campaign? Yes, absolutely. So um, the Chicago Coalition for the Homeless supports this campaign. It essentially seeks to raise the city's real estate transfer tax on proper, um, solely on properties over $1 million by 1.9%. Um, this this would generate a, a revenue stream of $160 million dollars um, and this campaign aims to, um, for that funding to go to permanent supportive housing, which, as many people emphasize to me, that's not just affordable housing, but that often would, in- that would include wraparound services such as mental health care. So ensuring that um, people who are housed stay secured in that housing. And that, that's kind of the goal of this campaign. Sources told me that right now it is still, um, advocates are still working on getting support from it in City Hall. Um, well, we'll see where that goes, because that seems like a tough sell, but it's one way to address the issue of the people that we see, you know, facing homelessness every day on the streets of Chicago. The article is posted, I would imagine, on the Tribune, Tribune's website. Yes, it is. Yep. All right. We encourage people to read it to find out more. Maddie Ellis is a reporter. She's the one who covered this story for the Chicago Tribune. We'll also podcast this if you want to give it a listen again and post it at WGNRadio.com. Steve has your news coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom, and then we're going to check in with Tom Skilling. There is something to be said about the weather affecting your health, you know, whether you get a migraine or maybe your knee starts to hurt when you know the rain is coming. It's called biometeorology. We'll talk a little about that and about the the heat we're experiencing right now. That's next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent. WGN.